1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. And away we go with another edition of Sports Insider Radio. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas. Hope all is well. And we're going to have some fun today with the boys, John and Mike. JohnSyndicate.com. SportsInsiderRadio.com. 800-209-1679 is the number to get hold of the fellas. Oh, boy. Stanley Cup playoffs rolling right along. Major League Baseball, NBA playoffs. Oh, we got a certain horse race coming up this weekend. Oh, and Major League Baseball, John's looking for those barking dogs. There's lots on the menu. Let's welcome in John and Mike. Hi, boys. How's it going today? It's going great. What about, let's not forget about the Champions League. We got a big game going off this afternoon at the end of this show. Liverpool against Barcelona. Well, those are two easy ones. I like when you say the fancy names. Yeah, I was going to do that, but... I'll wait till the end of the show. Anyway, what do you think about... Oh, boy. <laughs> it's a, hey, about, hey, Mike. Hi, Mike. How you doing, Mike? Hey, Brian. What's going on? I'm good. I, I just want you to put yourself in in my shoes, right? I mean, I, like, I'm in the batter's box, and I'm dug in, and, and I'm ready. You know, it's batting practice or whatever. And, then, I mean, and then, like, right out of the gate, the first words out of John's Martha. What do you think? It's like, okay, I feel like I'm in the box with Hoyt, Hoyt Wilhelm, and here comes the knuckleball at my temple. 
No, I'm just saying, like, what do you think about teams not losing back-to-back games like yesterday? Like, who would who would have not taken the Bucks? Sometimes it's not that hard. Sometimes you just got to roll with it. That's it. Well, sometimes you're sometimes you know you just got to roll with it. So I'm just, again, looking at the playoffs again, you know, obviously you know me, I'm a little partial to the beard. I didn't get the I didn't get the you know that was right on the number last night with the Houston game. But when you look at the overall series, you know, again, it's hard to sweep. You know, especially when you're when the team is playing at home. And so you know, a lot of times people want to overthink this stuff. It's like you got to take the bucks or leave the game alone. No, I might listen. I mean, the NBA. I mean, one game to the next. Um, you know, it's hard to say. I mean, if it's a really competitive game and it's really close and it comes right down to the wire, um, then game the next game could be of a similar ilk because it was close. But if something you know goofball happens, that's when the adjustments kick in, and and that's when one game to the next becomes just this real gray area. Well. The uh, the other issue is again when you have teams in baseball. If you're if you're out there and you're trying to do this on your own, you know you need you need the professional guidance. You know if you were the guy yesterday that thought Texas was the lock winner, and you're bragging to your buddies, look, I had Texas, easy money, easy money, and then all of a sudden, uh, I don't know if you saw the box score in that game, but that's the type of crazy stuff that happens every single day in baseball. Pittsburgh wins the game in the eleventh inning after scoring three in the top of the ninth. Then they go and they score three in the top of the 11th. You know, and people don't understand. That's where the pitching comes into play. And when you're betting these these baseball games and you're just doing all your analysis on pitchers, this is where you lose it because in the 11th inning, I can assure you your starting pitchers were not in that game. And it's funny, of all the teams you brought up, but I mean, I I can tell you, Pittsburgh, there have been a number of occasions this year. Their guys... They pitch lights out, and Pittsburgh's got a three nothing lead or four one lead. Uh, starter comes out, and it turns into a dog's breakfast. So that's why that uh, you know maybe certain teams more than others, but if that if that's uh, you know becomes a significant thing, yeah, you really start looking at Pittsburgh in the first five innings. I mean, you got options. Well, and again, now with the in game live wagering, you even have more options. So again. You know, like I said, you have to look at the opportunities that are presented. You have a double, for instance, rain delays make a big deal in baseball. Today you have two double headers. You have the Tampa Bay, uh, Kansas City double header, and then you have the Chai Sox Orioles double header. Very nice. The Chai Sox. The Chai Sox. Chai Sox, baby. That was good. The Orioles are now running 10 20. What's that? That was good. The Chai Sox. Yeah. Well, you want to hear something interesting? The Orioles. Now, this is a very interesting stat. The Orioles are on the road today, they are 10 and 20. They are minus $37 on the season if you bet them every game. But at home, they're minus $647. And on the road, they're plus $610. So the Orioles have been making you money if you've been betting the Orioles on the road. Take note of that before the two doubleheader games. I'm not saying that we're playing the Orioles in the doubleheader. I'm just making a point. It is interesting when you see cash splits like that. You see a team that's 10-20, and 20, and because, again, we're talking about dog money, they're down $37. I mean, Mike and I, we purposely don't discuss what we're going to talk about on the show because not only do I want to surprise you, Brian, with my plethora of knowledge, I want to surprise, I enjoy looking through the window here and looking at Mike going, how does he come up with this stuff? But can you imagine, Brian, you're 10-20 and 20 right now, 
the last team in the AL East, you're down 37 bucks. But you're 13 and 17 with the Red Sox. They're only down four games. You're down 769 bucks. The biggest money loser in the AL East is the Red Sox. The biggest money winner is Tampa Bay. And then you have second in line with a small loss on the Orioles. So, again, it's not that simple as just taking good team versus bad team, and I prove it with the numbers. We'll get into it later in the show with even more numbers, but I want to do a little segue. What was your uh, take on the NFL draft? I know Mike had some thoughts as well about the draft of where the players went going into the upcoming NFL season. Oh, we only have an hour. <laughs> um Pick a spot. I, I think. Well, anything that you were not surprised about, and that anything you and you and him were both surprised about. Let's uh, let the viewers listen, chomp on that. Well, I listen. I think the draft, in concert with free agency, um, the the crazy thing is, as far away as we are, our season win totals are out already. I think you've got a you got an indicator at least now, before training camps, preseason. I didn't even look. How are my Ravens doing? Your Ravens, uh, I, I th- well, Mike's well, actually. Let's take that back. Mike's Ravens and your Bills, right? Well, I, I mean, well, my Bills did very well. Uh, the the thing I'm curious about, I'm I like what Baltimore did. They replaced John, uh, or what's his name, uh, John Brown, John Brown. Uh, and they got the Marquise Brown, uh, and he may be one of the, he may be the most electric receiver that comes out of the draft. Uh, and then they, they got another wide receiver. So they went and they got Lamar Jackson some weapons. But I I like that. The problem is the jury's still way out on Lamar Jackson because John Brown did great for them in the early stages. As, as ordinary as Flacco was, the one thing Flacco could do was throw the ball downfield and other than he was a stationary target in a pylon, when he had time to throw, he knows how to read a defense. I don't know that either one of these guys does anything for Lamar Jackson because I don't know what Lamar Jackson is. Then I, that would be, I'm sure, a, a debate that Mike would want to have. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, Marquise Brown is uh, Antonio Brown's cousin, so the genes are definitely good. But he was he came in with a, what he had a list Frank injury. So he didn't play in the bowl game, and he didn't, you know, he didn't work out at all. But electrifying, I mean, the guy. Hey, listen, he's, Ty- he's, he's Tyreek Hill. I mean, they, right. it, it very much, I mean, if you wanted to sit there and say, who does this guy model his game after? It was in college. Can he do it in the pros? But the way, if you watched him play in college, you'd think you were watching Tyreek Hill. That's true. But, and and again, I'm, I'm optimistic, but you the last two years he had – Mayfield, who we know is can throw the ball deep and is pretty accurate, and Kyler Murray, the number one overall pick this year, again pretty accurate down the field. He got him the ball. I just don't know if Lamar has the skill set to get the ball down the field with accuracy, because right now he's just he's basically weighing in on being a playmaker, running around creating backyard football plays. I'm, the jury's still out, like you said, but it's definitely something we needed after letting go. Crabtree and John Brown and really having not no receiving core and we added a couple guys like Andre Roberts in the offseason but that's not a number one caliber receiver I do like that guy out of Notre Dame Miles Boykin is a big powerful receiver a good possession receiver that you know definitely has we needed that type of guy 
to get those tough first, you know, first down yards outside of the tight end. And um, I think the running back we got, Justice Hill of Oklahoma State, he's going to be a nice, you know, change of pace back to Mark Ingram. So overall, I do the, you know, later in the draft we had a lot of defense and we got an offensive lineman. I do believe we had a pretty good draft. Um, but I mean, just if we're on the draft note, I think the big winner and and John mentioned which what was the big surprise. You have to say that Haskins dropping to Washington is probably the biggest surprise in the draft. Well, not not, not, not only him dropping and then getting sweat, it was that Daniel Snyder didn't give up the farm to get either one of them. Right. And between Haskins and they picked up, uh, they got Bryce Love pretty late, and he's a, he's a type of guy, yeah, he got hurt early in college, I think in his sophomore year, tore an ACL, but... This past year, he did well. I mean, prior to that injury, he was he was projected as a high draft pick. So they they needed that type of guy because they they were unlucky. I think they got Geis, uh, Darius Geis, a few years ago, and he went down with injuries. So that was basically a busted draft pick. So they got really good value with Bryce Love um, coming out of Stanford. So I be- that's the type of team that I think won the draft this year. Um, you know, what are your opinions? What about the Bills, Brian? I honestly, and I'm and I'm being as objective as I can be. I mean, you you know how I feel, and I, I'll, I you know I tell you when I think they're going to get rolled. I I think they off season wise, I, I think they're right near the top of the list, one of the biggest winners in the off season. I mean, they got like thirteen free agents. They rebuilt the entire offensive line. Um, they went out. They got some good free agent wide receivers. Ne- needed uh, it looked like they needed a guy in the draft wide receiver wise. They didn't get him, but they got Sills, a good wide receiver from West Virginia, an undrafted free agent. And they got their top receiver. No one even knows who this guy is. I'm telling you, this guy Duke Williams, the leading receiver in the CFL. I think he makes the team and he has an impact. But they got they got all these weapons for Josh Allen, and then. They had the second-best defense in the NFL last year, and they got Ed Oliver. Uh, and I think this guy's going to be a big difference maker. So, And their season win total six and a half, and the AFC East, across the board, and that's the Patriots included, have a pretty, on paper, an easier schedule than most. I think the Bills go over six and a half wins. I mean, I, I think this is at least an eight-win football team. Yeah, so, I mean, with Sills... I mean, I think that is a great pickup. I think he reminds me of a maybe a little bit of a change of pace to like an Adam Thielen. That's who I compare him to in the in the pro league. I mean, I know that's a stretch. Adam Thielen's one of the best receivers right now, but he was also undrafted. So, you know, Sills does have potential. He's he had, he had a great campaign last year, and he's the type of guy that could give you instant production. So, and, and not just I, that, I believe- Mike. You know, it's crazy. I mean, it's a different animal now that mm-hmm. some of these undrafted free agents. I mean, a lot of th- there are probably I bet you a dozen of them that make it around the NFL. But these guys just don't make teams. Some of these guys are sneaky, good, and have an impact. Well, I mean, look at the kid, uh, the, the Philip Lindsay kid out of nowhere with Denver. Yeah, I mean, he had a great rookie season, and he was undersized. And again, I think that gets overlooked in the draft. They they look at the you know the on paper numbers, how they do in the forty. What's their size? The combine, I think, gets played in way too much when you just got to look at how the person plays football. I mean, a football player is a football player. The Bingo. size 
and all of that doesn't matter. We see that year after year. But look, it's such a big crop of players because you know you're, you've got eleven on offense, eleven on defense. It's not like the NBA where it's just a starting five. There's such a, a big crop of players where you know guys just play football. Football speed is not track speed, and we see a lot of guys come in with track speed that just can't run routes correctly. And then we have guys that just don't have that forty speed that are just successful because of body positioning and they're just football players and they succeed as receivers without really having that type of, you know, four three, four four speed. So sorry about that. Was that a um, motorcycle? You know, these pop ups, I'm trying to get you guys stats and these pop ups come up. It's ridiculous. Anyway. I thought a motorcycle anyway. went right through the office. Listen. I got one thing to say about why you guys are talking about this. <laughs> what do you think about Omaha Beach? No. What do you think about Game Winner? No. I love the name Win Win Win. Yes, that's great. And that, and that, you like them? And that's your that's your backyard. That that's what a Mar- that's a Maryland horse. See, you're telling me. So listen, I'm Mar- looking here. That, at that, that horse, I, that listen, horse, absolutely. I, it's funny. I, I just done did win, a lot win, of work. Up, did a lot of work on the Derby. I think. I think win, win, win. Finishes no worse than fourth. And, and can I, you say that French horse's name correctly? Uh, you want that horse is going to get one call during a race, so don't waste your time. But the answer would be. I wanted to hear you say the name of plus, the horse. Uh, plus K parfait. Blue K parfait. Uh-uh. Go ahead. No, no. No. Yeah, well, you know, I don't I mean, know. Brian, is, is it Plue? It's not Plue. It, I think it's I think it's plus K Parfait. Now, Brian, is there a clear shot for somebody maybe get a triple crown this year? Or it's, no. I know you were telling us a couple weeks ago there's a lot of parity, but any any horse that's coming up in the ranks that has a potential. Well, for I, it? you know what? You can't you can't say I, I I shouldn't have done that. You can't say no sight unseen because the Derby is such a weird animal. In that. The trainers are all pointing towards this race. So if all of a sudden everything comes together at the right time and this horse becomes the horse, a dominant horse, like right now, and towers over these, it's a very weak year. I guess yeah, the answer is yes. On the way in, it seems so evenly matched that the answer, I believe, would be no. But, I mean, I, I think... Um, yeah, no, I think it's wide open. I do believe uh, your win-win-win has an opportunity. I think a horse like Code of Honor can crash the exotics. I think maximum security, I don't know what they're thinking here. They got maximum. To one. No, 10. Oh, I'm sorry, 10 to 1. Sorry. But I don't know what so they're. any of these 30 to 1 shots have any chance to yes. be in the exacta? Yes. Cutting, cutting on. Uh, uh, cutting humor. Cutting humor right. and Code of Honor I and win-win-win. Are horses that I think are price plays that uh, run very competitively in this race, but I just don't understand. I I can I feel like I can almost guarantee this. Maximum security is ten to one, and I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know what they well, were. Mike, you should see Mike right now. I, oh I, man, I, I, I he's think got th- the paper out. He's ready to run the Pimlico. I think I think this horse. I think this horse takes money. I mean, I, I think this horse. This horse will come down to five five to one. I, I think that's a bad morning line on maximum security. I think maximum Box security is going to be Trump. Box it up. Put trifecta here. Code of honor, maximum security, win, win, win. Yeah. Box it, and let's wrap it up. Yeah, well, you know, I 
I, I, you know what? Next time he goes in, and, I, and why don't you go in and film him making these bets? Oh, I'm going to go in and film him <laughs> making the bets this time so I know how much money he's got in his pocket. That's too Never funny. am I going to just pull up in the handicap spot with but, the blinkers. Hey, but out of curiosity. We did that it, one year. Out of curiosity, the Derby's run and um, everybody watches it. You know, even people. They have, a, they have all the parties here, so everybody well, no, gets ready for pregnancy. They have the big Derby parties here. Man, you you know you you, I love you like a brother. Hey, you read my mind on this one. Sorry, you, you never let me. <laughs> but that was going to be my question. What what is it like in Baltimore, knowing that that show is coming to your neck of the woods? Do do people get all jacked up? I mean, is the how big completely. of a deal is the Kentucky any Derby drink in Baltimore? On a Sunday, yeah. right? Any reason to drink on a Saturday? They get jacked up. I already got the call from four different people. Would you like to come to my Derby party? Would you like to come to my? And then you know you got to pick. I tell them I'm busy. I got uh, man softball games, and then I got to just skedaddle into the one that I decide to go to. You don't strike me. No, you can't. But the problem no, is, no, they you, all want, you're not they a, all you, want winners. But you're not a. They all you're, think I'm going to give them winners. Are you k? Honestly, be honest with me. Are you capable of going to a house party and enjoying it? I, I, you're, you're all. I can answer, Michael. I, 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 I can only picture you. You know, I mean, I know who, who you are, and that's cool. You are who you are. You're a great guy. We have, you know, love spending time with you. But you're you're always going a million miles an hour, and you got the phone, and you got the, you know, you're you're constantly working, and and that's a. I mean, I'm not knocking you. I, I you know, I, so do you ever do you ever just I'm like smoke, throw the I'm stuff not, away and enjoy a day? I'm, well, so I'm like think of me like a cigarette smoker. You can relate, Brian. I'm the guy outside <laughs> on his phone while clients are calling for games, and I'm standing in the circle where everybody's having that smoke break. So it's like they're all inside having the party, and they're calling me going, should I take Omaha Beach and tie them up with Roadster? And I go, nah, nah, we got some big dogs for you coming from Brian. <laughs> but seriously, when are you? We're talking about a decade. Get It's a four-hour direct flight. Literally, I had the some, hubs. I, I also had... How about if I buy you the ticket? Will you come? I had someone t- honestly trying to lasso me into... A a far far away trip that you know it, it sounded okay. I I, I, so listen, I, I like I, I like I, it I, here. <laughs> I, I have get no it, I desire. I spent the you know what you know what it is, kid. I spent the first forty years. Well, not the first forty. Let's say after I get out of school, I spent twenty years traveling. I I did. You know what I mean? I and it's like I had no desire. I I I'm I just I I I found the spot. This is the this so, is the spot. <laughs> no, I get it. And listen, Vegas is my spot. It's I love it. So here's the question I have for you: Tennessee just voted to have online sports betting. I don't even think they're going to have walk-in. Like it's going to be online only initially, and they're not even going to have walk-in sports betting. It's wow, crazy. That's even um, wow. I mean that that'll yeah. that won't that won't hurt. Hoosier country, Indiana voted to have wagering legal. And obviously more Louisiana's now dealing with the governor. How do so you think before, how do you think you and I apologize because I just interrupted you. How no, how fine. do you think and it's not an act, but I mean how do you think you <laughs> how do you think you would play in Indiana? <laughs> Big 
picture. Uh, I'm picturing you, know, you, you strutting can, strut around. If you can give them winners, they don't care. <laughs> all, they don't care. That'd be but awesome. this is the interesting part. This is the interesting part for me. I'm going back to the, that's your spot. Do you think, and I'm asking a serious question for all the people that are listening. They love going to Vegas. If, um, but do you think it's going to keep the tourism numbers down for, for the purpose of, like, Super Bowl time or March Madness if, hey, I'm in Tennessee and I can just bet online. Hey, I'm in, you know, the uh, other areas, you know. Some. I mean, I, but I don't think a lot. You know, I mean, I I still think there's that, you know, pick up and let's get out of here. And if it's so a, so if it's a boys' ahead, trip or if, if the ladies are coming out here for a uh, – what are they? Is it a bachelorette, bachelorette party? party. Yeah, a bachelorette, yeah, yeah. bachelorette party. party. I don't. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I. I still think. You know. This is still. You know. This is. A, this is an event place. It's not. It's not going to hurt. I. I don't think so. So. So now, let me ask you this: How many games did you think that have been played in in MLB so far this season? Uh. Well, hold on. I. I. I uh, I don't know. What are we? Th- right, what is each? What is each? What is each team in? Four hundred and twenty-nine games. Thirty games. Final game. Four hundred and twenty-nine. How, how many games have been... most teams played? I, I, I can look it up. I'm asking you. What is it about thirty? Uh, I'm guessing. Most teams. Uh, most teams have played uh, thirty games. That was a guess. I swear to you, I did not look. All yeah. right, like Boston's thirteen and seventeen. Okay. Yeah. So there's been 429 games played, not counting anything going on right now. This ought to be good. Oh, wait a minute. Mike, get a pen. I'm here. So so for all you favorite lovers, the, this is real interesting stuff because as we're getting into the season, 250 to 179 on the favorites. That means the favorites have a 71-game edge. They're winning 58% of the time. Unfortunately, to break even on the spread, bet of 110 you got to be like 56% or something 54.6% something like that so if you're only 58% there, there's your answer you are getting crushed if you're laying the wood you cannot overcome it so far and so you would th- 58% is basically you're a loser if you're just mainly playing the chalk um, the flip side of that is the home team edge is still very very powerful because of that bottom of the ninth inning Home favorites are 162 and 116. So while the favorites have a 71-game edge, over 50% of that, 46 of those 71 games, are the home teams winning. Now say that again. Okay. The the favorites are home favorites. The favorites are are 162 and 116. All right, 162. And one sixteen, and this is unfair. They have a forty-six game. I'm, I'm going to return the favor. I'm going to throw one at Go you. Ahead. And, and you know what? You probably have the answer, um, but I'm going to throw one at. So one sixty-two and one sixteen. But of those, that would be two hundred and seventy-eight games where right. the home team is favored. Do you have an on average? What is the juice you're laying? I mean, across the board, what would that in a, even if you don't have it factually? Thirty cents, thirty cents. Don't you think it'd be a little higher? Cents. Probably higher, fifty cents. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was gonna say. I'd say that on average, two hundred seventy-eight games. You know, if on average it's it's minus a buck fifty every time you you make that play, you're getting whipsawed. You're getting whipsawed. So here's where it really gets interesting. 
Home dogs, straight up, are 63-88. and 88. So they're down 25 games, but you're probably in the plus because of the home dog money. Now, that's a 41% accuracy rate. Home dogs that have the home team posted plus one and a half are winning 61% of the time. It goes from 63 and 88. You got to hear this, Brian. It's a complete reversal to 89 and 66. That means if you lay the VIG and you lay the plus one and a half at home, you literally flip that record from outright. So you literally go from being down 25 games to being up 57 games because those teams are those 60 the 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 a majority of those 25 games that lost they lost by one point one run excuse me not point one run so that that home that plus one and a half seems to be and here's why it's important you wouldn't want to lay the juice brine but as kenny our good friend says the best sport to parlay is mlb so we've been working on an algorithm where you're basically parlaying and laying the heavy price, but it doesn't affect your pocket because you're playing it on the money. So I've done, you know, I've hit some five, some seven, some eight teamers. I'll give you an example. I had a five teamer yesterday in the MLB, but there's certain places out there in the stratosphere that allow you to get two and a half points. Well, I had Texas plus two and a half in that parlay, and I hit it. Now again, the odds aren't the super duper lottery ticket parlays, but if you can risk fifty bucks to win four hundred not a bad return on your money and what you're doing is you're taking those teams and you're getting the plus one and a half you're getting the plus two and a half well like like and anything then, i mean you would then step back and evaluate okay on average i'm hitting that type of wager so if you're saying it's four to one on the return on investment and you're hitting it you know one out of every four times or but if you if you can go you know two and two over a four-day stretch, well, you're 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 laughing. Exactly. So again, this is where you can really, really take advantage of baseball if you know how to trade it. You know how to maximize the run line. Obviously, if you're listening out there, what you probably have done if you're a part of the public is look to take the favorite and turn them into a dog, laying the one and a half to get the plus money. It seems the numbers point out that this just doesn't work. There's no free lunch. You're just not winning enough games. You're, you're basically losing, you know, 60% of your games. You can't overcome that, even the dog money coming on the comeback. So I don't recommend any of this on straight wagers, but on, on, on correlated parlays, it seems to give you an edge. Most people overlook that. They don't even consider it because they just want to have their pom-poms on and root for each game individually. He says there's no free lunch. No Michael. free lunch. No, there's always free lunch when I'm at the office because he won't let me leave. So <laughs> I was gonna say, I've, wait, wait, see, you usually got pizzas coming in there. Wait, wait, what's the bill of fare? No, nah, we 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 don't do bread or sugar. Oh, you know, Just God meat. bless you guys. You are you are you are healthy guys. Yeah, I don't know if he told you when he was uh, when he was out there, but he only eats once every 24 hours now. But you know what? Why? Why? It's just lunch for me that's but, coming to the office, not him. But you know what? But why is it? Daniel Negron, you come walking in here to one time, and he's, he was giving me grief, and, and I, and he, he's a vegan. I'm like, well, enjoy your sal- enjoy your salad, you know. 
like, oh no, I all I eat no, is meat. But listen, but no, but wait, but I'm saying, like, why is it like wait, the you know the, the okay, you're healthy guys. You know, why is it the healthy guy has rotator cuff surgery? No, oh, because he's at the gym <laughs> lifting too much weight at 46 years old. That's easy. But listen, here, 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 here's what I want to talk about. We got golf. We got NHL. So, so let's let you know for all these, you know, has the NHL playoffs surprised you? And I'm not, you know, has it surprised you? Or do you think? I mean, who do you think is going to win it all now? I said it yesterday, and um, I'll stick with it. I I think Columbus. I think the eight seed is going to win the whole thing. I, you know, San Jose obviously has got the the depth in in the West. I don't know St. Louis, Dallas winner. Uh, is intriguing I, on either St. Louis has been playing great, but Dallas's goalie can can be good. But I think across the board, especially if Columbus's goalie uh, Bobrovsky is playing the way he's playing, with guys like Panarin, Foligno, and uh, in the guys they, I I kind of at the moment like Columbus. Are you a big first period better in the playoffs? On total, no. You know it's funny. I bet you I haven't done that once since the playoffs started and it was like a regular thing during the season. Yeah, no, I I I do I I do steer clear of it for some reason. I, I you know what? I, I the hockey is so different in the playoffs. For whatever reason, I just I don't do it. That doesn't mean you can't do it. I mean, I, I you would have to really change it up because I think as much as like when and when I would play first periods in the regular season, it was usually well, pretty much what you were talking about with the baseball thing. I was usually hooking up three or four games and playing over well, one, over one and a half. I ran the numbers for you, Brian. So just so you know, the plus one and a half is just as viable in hockey. It's even more viable in hockey. The percentages are much greater. What percentage of teams do you think cover the plus one and a half in hockey? Uh, I got a lot. I got a large sample size. Uh, you know what? I have, I will tell you this. You will be shocked. All right. Well, but th- this is this is true, and I can tell you this. I played first periods forever. I do the puck line a lot. I have never, not once, ever taken the puck and a half. I have never played plus one and a half ever. So if you had played plus one and a half right now, there's 1,328 games that have been completed. You would be 854 and 474. That's fine, and I get it. But I, but I mean, but let's let me just. I don't. You got a I, 380 I, game. Right, edge. but I. But here's my point, and I'm. You tell me. I, so you better I, be really good laying the one and a half. You got to well, cherry pick those games. Well, no, I get it, but but those are those are. It's the same premise you're talking about. Those plays are plus two ten, plus two twenty. I mean, when you tell me, I I don't so look. I, but wait a minute, I, let, me, let me let me ask you. I don't I don't I don't ever do it because it's it's like minus two thirty, minus two forty. To to take the puck and a half with something it's like well wait a minute you you can go ahead and give me eight hundred to four hundred but if you're laying two thirty that's four hundred losses at minus two dollars I mean I it, you ain't making I don't know I don't I can't believe you're making that much money well I'm talking about the parlays so when you use when you know you have such an edge a three hundred eighty game edge 
Then you can start putting these teams together with the plus one and a half in parlays where you're risking very little money for a nice three to one, four to one, and sometimes even five to one return. I am not recommending that you lay big wood at plus one and a half on a straight wager. That's what you're, you're talking about betting on. You're not talking about parlays. You're talking about straight wagers. But what I'm saying is think about how much samples, how many more games you have an opportunity to win in those correlated parlays where you're basically, there's small lottery tickets, but again, you got a 380 game edge to hit those lottery tickets. I hear you. I mean, I I do the same premise with the over one, but, wait, but no, I know I do the same premise with the with the first period overs, but I I don't think I, you know you're ever going. I, I'm never going over I think a dollar fifty, a dollar sixty, dollar seventy, and you know. But when you're doing these other things with the with the minus two thirty thing. I I don't know. I just it, because there's always one, right? There's you know there's there's always that game. Well, no, I agree, but that's why I go back to if you're risking a you know half a percent of your bankroll on that parlay for that game, so you lose it, you lose it. I'm just making the point that you know that's a lot. That's sixty five percent of all hockey games. The margin of victory is one. Sixty five point three percent. I mean, did you realize it was that high? No. Uh, well, in the well, I would venture a guess. Uh, that number goes up dramatically in the playoffs. And here's the ready at home. If it's plus one and a half at home, because we're saying every team plus one and a half, it goes from sixty five percent to seventy point one percent, two hundred and seventy to one nineteen on home teams plus one and a half. And I guess that goes back to. Um, overtime and the fact that in that position you're going to win the game by one. So if you're getting the one and a half, you've basically automatically won the game. It's always good stuff. I'm telling you, man, you, you you got the numbers, you break it down. And and what I love about it, too, I mean, there's different different approaches, right? I mean, this is no love fest. We all, we all do what we um, – we have our, our ways and things that uh, you're successful with. But at the end of the well, day, would- you, you formulate the plan that's going to, you know, uh, you know, have a positive return over the long haul. That's 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 the nature right. of this beast. And then, and and so you have to look outside the box. My whole thing is the market becomes more efficient with the with the, more people. The liquidity pool gets bigger. More people are betting legally. I'm not talking about the offshore or with a local guy. And so the line makers, as we know, they're very sharp on that fifty fifty. So you have to look for ways where you can get an edge that basically don't seem like they would be logically uh, financially sound. But when you look at the return on capital versus the risk, you can, you know, I'm not a parlay guy normally, especially in football. But when you're talking about taking these plus one and a halves in baseball, you're taking plus one of these, uh, plus one and a half in the NHL, you know, it, you know, I'm Mike, what's your record on your teasers? Ten and three in the playoffs. So last night, what was the winning teaser? It was the Bucks and the Rockets. So do you do anything with the teasers? Because Mike has been just, he's got a guy that runs algorithms. All he does is tease in the NBA, no straight wagers whatsoever. What's your position on that? I know it sounds very squarish to you, but again, we're looking to try to beat the number. If it works, it works. If, if it's When's working. When's the last time you bet a teaser, Brian? <laughs> oh, 
I bet. No, no, no. I bet. I honestly, I think I may have, and I'm not sure. I know I at least considered it. I don't know if I did it. I may have done it once last football season, but I, I don't. I know I was pondering it, but I may not have got it. I may not have done it, but I pondered it. How's that? <laughs> you pondered it. Take it. So, tell so, them how to get hold of you, and then we'll, we'll oh, take a well, quick timeout. Sure, no problem. All you got to do is call Mike. He wants to take your call, 1-800-209-1679. He'll develop that system and show you how to win. That was quick. That was quick. I thought you were going to play the music, baby. Well, the music, the, I, the, the, it's a long song. I mean, we, we It's can... a long song. <laughs> Listen, don't stop. Make the there call. we go. 1-800-209-1679. No, no, that's, that's what I was expecting. You're the man. SportsInsiderRadio.com. Having fun with John and Mike. We're coming right back. Don't go anywhere. One eight hundred two zero nine one six seven nine. That's one eight hundred two zero nine one six seven nine. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top Consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. All right, back with the boys, Sports Insider Radio. Inviting you to check out the site, sportsinsiderradio.com, 800-209-1679. Sean and Mike. Michael, he, he he brought his A game today, buddy. You said that last week. I like it. Every week you're going to hear, I want to hear that. You're, no, you've been strong, strong. It's all about the information. And, look, Mike's going to talk to you about, you know, one of the things Mike's going to allude to is the psychology of betting. He is the man on the front line. I mean, he is the guy that he's the guy behind the guy that basically he vets the guys that I talk to because 
the biggest issue, and I'll let him elaborate, is, you know, if you're out there and you're listening and you're in a state where sports wagering just became legal and you're just don't be underfunded. Mike can elaborate. Too many guys call up here with delusions of grandeur. I'm going to open up an account with 500 bucks in my new William Hill account or my new account in New Jersey, and they want to know why it's deposit 500, lose, deposit 500, lose, deposit 500, lose. I'll let Mike pick up on that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these guys, see, when we, we talk to a lot of sports funds that actually do this for a living, and, and they're risking less than 1% per play consistently. Now, to a standard gambler that's looking for instant gratification, it's the complete opposite philosophy of how to make money. His, you know, most people, when they come into this business, when they're just used to walking to a casino, having 500 bucks in their pocket, and they say, well, let me try to double this up before I leave, yeah, you could get lucky doing that, Brian, but we know that's not a sustainable way to make money in this business long term. So the way to make money in this business is very boring. It's not exciting. There's no you know, large returns every night. We're not hitting 20-team parlays. Now, if we do parlay in baseball, which we get great odds in, put it for a very, very small percentage. So everything is money management everything is discipline everything is risk management now it sounds like i'm talking well i was going to just interrupt and i'll let mike continue brian just note this saying down do as i say not as i do wow do as i say not as i do so do as mike says but don't do what mike does what are you so what are you so great (laughs) yeah i mean exactly Yeah, he's the guy that preaches money management till he walks into the casino, the sports book, or the horse track. But again, he's in a different financial position. He's willing to take aggressive risk. But pick up on what hey, you're saying. Hey, it worked again, when he was in Vegas. I know that. Oh yeah, it works when he's Vegas. Go ahead, big, big, big betting, Mike. Go ahead. It worked on the poker tables as well as in the sports book, Brian. That boy, probably. It was an exacta. But, but, but in all truth, Mike knows his pain limit. His his, his the point is the average guy's just feels like they can't win, that it's unwinnable. Wouldn't you say that's correct, Mike? They feel like it's against them. There's a conspiracy of why me, why me. And I think that's a bigger, the bigger issue, Brian, is money management. And it's really prevalent now when you have all these new states that just have the ability to click a button or walk into a casino and they don't have to be in Nevada. Well, I think more people are going to get a rude awakening as more states go legalize where now they're risking their money on the front end. They're not getting a credit for the week or for the month like the old days. They're actually putting up their money and they see it exiting their account when they make a wager. So I think they're going to be a lot more cautious. They're going to be, they're going to, the whole trading aspect of trading sports will be more relevant today than it's ever been because people understand that they lose, there is no, I'm going to pay my book back after a couple weeks or a payment plan. You lose the money, you lose the money. So, you know, we get a lot of guys in specifically in New Jersey right now, which have the phone app because it's the only state that actually has uh, a phone app accessible that you don't have to walk into a casino every time. So now they understand they could get in on a live wager. I mean, we sit here and we want the big favorites in baseball to be down early. We literally would rather have them be down 2-0 in the first or second inning so now we could turn that favorite into a dog and if we like them before the game, we could press it and we could actually get more on it. So, but you can't do that when you're just betting and forgetting it. Where you're just betting it for the day, you go back to your to your life, to your career, and you just let it go. The key to this business is being aware all day long. I mean, right now we had we you know let's say you like Tampa Bay before the game started. 
What was the original line on Tampa Bay? 140 favorite. They're a $184 dog in the sixth inning down one. So, so how, how much the, the, of how much and here's the problem it, it, how difficult is it for you with the short windows that exist with in play wagering um but is there the wherewithal for you i mean half times we know you've done that with basketball and football um is there a way on the in-game front that you can disseminate the information that people can react on a timely basis. Yeah, because especially when you're doing like, especially with the breaks in the innings with the, you know, the top half, the, the middle, and the bottom half of the innings, you can do it. Right now, if somebody wants to do this live, I mean, I'm not recommending this, but I mean, you, if I send out an alert right now and say take Tampa Bay plus 214, which is what they are right now, uh, in the in the bottom of the sixth inning, you know, look, it's going to change. It's going to change from it went from 184 to 214, but the reality is you're going to be able to get it. So, I mean, you know, the people that want that product, they want those alerts, they ask for them, they get them via text message. The ones that can't do it, can't do it. But, I mean, as far as we're concerned, you know, the days of the game starting and the panic of getting in before the game tips off, that's over. I mean, even if you miss a game by five minutes and it's zero zero, pretty much the little secret is you can always live bet that game, and you're pretty much going to get the same odds. There you go. It's good stuff. What? How's your soccer game? You got the big soccer coming up. Starts with, with start. We 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 asked them to make sure the game started at three east, so when we were all, it wouldn't start till we're off the air. So I didn't yell goal in your ear. <laughs> I. You know, every blue moon... Have you ever bet a soccer game? Come on, Brian, be honest. Oh, uh, you know what? Uh, in a full disclosure, and, and this is true, I, I and I, the funny thing is I never have it extend beyond the World Cup, but once the World Cup kicks, I, I actually, I, I watch, um, I watch some of the qualifiers, but once I, once I see the first round games or the first time these teams play, I jump in and thankfully, knock on wood... I actually do quite well uh, throughout the course of the World Cup once I get a chance to see them play. But for whatever reason, and, and then I have a successful World Cup, and then after it's over, I don't go into the Premier League I, for whatever reason. But I'm a World Cup guy. That's it. Mike can, Mike can hook you up with a Premier League. Well, I mean, package. look, I mean, look, everybody's going to be, you know, betting on the, the Barcelona-Liverpool game because, again, it's, it's nationally televised. You could watch it live across the country, but the real money is not made when these games are on once every other week because of this national tournament. Like right now, we are making a lot of money in the Mexican Soccer League, which is about to come to a close. We just started playing the Brazilian Serie A. I mean, I don't know what you know about Parmenese versus Fortaleza. That's oh, starting their defense is terrible. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and the, you can make a lot of money with totals in these games and we we have a group right now that is hitting at a very high rate in Mexican and Brazilian soccer but the problem is again is is taking that that regular client that is calling in that wants the NBA playoff game and having him go it doesn't matter the shape of the ball we can make you money while you're working before the games even begin tonight before you get home and having him change his philosophy of I just want to bet what's on TV then I'd rather just collect money every week so that's really the hardest thing is to turn standard gamblers that because it's not like the old days everybody's got 
a line on Brazilian soccer. Everybody's got a line on Mexican soccer. It's all in their accounts, and it, it shouldn't matter. I think going on into the summer where, you know, where baseball is the only sport on after NBA ends, people are going to understand that you can make money literally in the middle of the night playing international soccer that is global 365 days a year. It is always what great. What about fun. Arena League? Wait, 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 wait. We got the Baltimore Brigade in Arena. No, I'm just joking. The Brigade? I, listen, I'm not messing with Arena League. When I see guys put that out, it just stumps me. You know, people will bet on anything. And that's the thing. Now with the new legalization and everybody betting, you don't just need to bet to bet. Like I said, these early games today, there was nothing worth betting. You just don't bet them. You just wait. You got all day today. Did you make, you know. Fellas, this was great fun. This hour flew by. Uh, And if you want to chat to John and Mike, give him a shout. 800-209-1679. 800-209-1679. Invite me to check out sportsinsiderradio.com. Boys, this was a treat, man. This was really a lot of fun. Let's do it again next week. Listen, it's May Day. May Day. May Day. <laughs> Happy May 1st. You got it, man. Have a good day. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. It's the Vegas Board. Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Attorney General William Barr is appearing before the Senate Judiciary Committee on Wednesday. Barr is testifying regarding his response to the Mueller report. Louisiana Republican Senator John Kennedy asked Barr if Mueller has changed his mind on the results of the investigation. The decision not to bring an indictment against the president for collusion conspiracy with Russia has not changed. 
No, it hasn't. And the conclusion not to bring an indictment against the president for obstruction of justice has not changed. No. Venezuelans are taking to the streets again on Wednesday in what opposition leader Juan Guaido claims to be the largest march in their history. This comes a day after Guaido called for Venezuela's military forces to take